It's the RU Review episode number two. I'm Steve Titchener here with Matt Lachlan in the studio, and John McAlevey joins us on the phone. Well, Rutgers does what they need to do in week one and then some 61-14 win. Um, what I take away from this is very important. Uh, a year ago when Rutgers opened up against Michigan State, seven turnovers. This one, they open up five turnovers, and this is what Shiano preaches. Uh, he preaches an aggressive style of football and winning the turnover battle. And when you do that, you're likely going to win the game. And that was the case in this one. I think there were some concerns with the offense, and we'll get into that. But, you know, again, five turnovers, three fumbles, two interceptions, very opportunistic defense. And this also the star of this, this game as well as was the defense. But listen, so important to win the turnover battle. And Rutgers in two openers and two years in a row has done that very well and comes away with a you know very good win. Oh, it was impressive. Even though Temple is not that good, I, I think they've got whew, a long way to go. Last year uh, was not an aberration. And already they're talking about you know the coach being on the hot seat there. So Temple just looked out of sorts altogether, and there were some issues for Rutgers. But listen, you put up 61 points, you win 61-14, everything else is details. We'll see what happens this week when they take on Syracuse, a different animal altogether. But the fact of the matter is, as you said, Steve, they did exactly what they needed to do. Uh, it took them a couple extra days. They had to wait for it because of the effects of uh, Tropical Storm Ida and, and all the rain and the flooding. And, you know, our hearts go out to those who are still dealing with that mess. So... Good for Rutgers. Good start. Yeah, remember we talked about the concern with the weather and just never thought about really, you know, the flooding aspect of it. But, my God, the whole area got just crushed, and it was the right decision by Rutgers to to uh, uh, put the game to Saturday. And uh, and there was still some flooding. There were still some areas uh, uh, near the, near SHI Stadium that were a concern flooding-wise, but yeah. everybody was able to get to the game. I think I, I it hurt the, the turnout. I think, you know, if it's a sellout, it was certainly on tickets sold, but there the, the, uh, uh, the stadium was not full, maybe two-thirds full. A really nice uh, show for this from the student section. So whatever they're doing there, excellent job. Whatever way they're, sure. you know, they're fired up with uh, Shiano, um, whatever they're doing there uh, uh, to get the, get the kids out. I mean, the students were there, so the end zone was full, which was great, uh, wearing red. And so it was a good show for, you know, a postponed game against Temple. And the Temple probably brought a few fans too. their, their section had a few people. So, but, uh, but, uh, you know, good show. And of course you're going to lose, uh, you know, a lot of people had plans over the holiday weekend and we're going to miss the game. And so, we're, and we're bailing yeah. out their basement oh, no, yeah, that, and that, couldn't that get well. there. Like so many roads. Sure. Were, I mean, you got there. I'm not saying everyone was prevented from getting there, but some towns, it was just a mess. I was through, what is this Thursday? Tuesday, I was driving through Cranford, which is the town next to where we record this. We're in Westfield. It's a tragedy what oh, happened yeah. there. Oh yeah, and I mean, my... block after block mm. after block near the near the yeah, river. Yeah, six foot high piles, twenty foot long of the TVs, yeah. washer dryers, water heaters. Yeah, uh, drywall ripped out, rugs pulled up, beds on the. I mean, it's incredible. And then Milburn, Johnny, Milburn got uh, that my wife teaches in Short Hills. So she uh, you know, school was uh, school was canceled because no one could get anywhere. Yes, I saw there was uh, all the, you know, people were texting and sending videos here and there out. Uh, the, the woman that uh, our real estate agent, she has an office downtown Milburn and she was putting some stuff on Facebook. And it's it's really eye opening and jaw dropping that that this 
was the case. But um, like we talked about before we went on the air about those old commercials, it's not nice to fool with Mother Nature. When she when she wants to do what she's going to do, you know, Katie bar the mm-hmm. door. And, and unfortunately, a lot of people up and down the East Coast paid with their lives because they were unable to get out of really tragic situations where the water just came up so fast. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, my heart, as Matt said, we, our heart goes out to all these people that, you know, first of all, those that lost their lives, but others that, you know, are now dealing with what we did back in Hurricane Sandy with all the remediation in the house and tearing yeah. up drywall, as you said, and floors and unbelievable, all within like a four or five hour radius where that yeah. rain just would yeah. not stop. Really a, a shame for sure. So you know, back to the back to the game, you know, Rutgers, uh, you know, got carried, you know, the second half, you know, Temple takes the opening drive down scores and you're like, okay, wait a minute. We might have a game. Uh, Rutgers better wake up. And they certainly did. Uh, and, uh, the second they, it got out of hand by the, I, you know, I left in the fourth quarter and I just heard the, you know, the, the cannon going off. So they were continuing to score. And, uh, so it ended up being a uh, blowout. I mean, there is some concerns there. I mean, the defense played very well. Uh, the concerns, what I would say, would be on the offense, offensive end. Actually, Steve Politi had an article, you know, and, and I agree with him that, you know, Bedrill needs to play better. Uh, you know what? I read that article. Steve, the sun is shining. Not you, yeah, Steve Politi. Yeah. And you, Steve Titchen. The sun is shining. Come on. Rutgers beat somebody 61-14. Right. And it was right after the game. How many losses did we see Rutgers rack up? Not against Big Ten opponents. Against opponents. Oh, no, they'll beat this team. Oh yeah. no, they, there's no problem. They'll, they'll beat this team, right? And right. they and they lost. Mm-hmm. You won sixty-one fourteen. Stop! Stop with the gray cloud. Stop well, with as, the gray cloud. But as the as the show, let, let Shiano worry about yeah, that. True. But Celebrate as the show the goes, wins. you know, it was turnovers and defense. Uh, and the and listen, they had a nice uh, a nice uh, throw out to the flat there to Bo Melton. He juked a couple defenders, and so that was nice. Good, great to see him. Uh, picking up right away. Uh, remember, you know, Bo was, you know, kind of languishing in Ash's system, a four-star recruit that decided to come to Rutgers. And just to see the last two seasons, the way he's flourished under Gleason, man, it's really it's really good to see. He had a uh, touchdown. His brother, Max, he uh, had a, uh, a, a pick six. So some uh, some really good stuff from the from the Melton brothers there. Uh, but you know back what else to, I thought yeah, was a go good sign, Steve, yeah. was early on. I mean, their first score of the season, we talked about how the defense was going to be. And that guy that everybody was shocked that he decided to come back, whose name is just so fun to say, Olokunle Fatukazi with, yeah. the, with the safety. That was a good mm-hmm. way to you know get the season started. I saw the score was 5 nothing, and it was like, wait a second. What do we got a, a pitcher's duel going here? Yeah, but, I yeah. actually got in a little late. We were walking. You know, we weren't even tailgating. Just uh, – you know, had to had to open the brewery, and then I came up. Uh, at, it came over rather, headed west, and uh, and um, the uh, uh, you know there was a uh, little time to get there. So I, I, you know, once I got in, I I just caught the field goal. Rutgers was kicking a field goal just to make it five to two. So yeah, just there's got a guy the highlights on that. Yeah, yeah I think so. Up, I, I think so. right where he left off yeah. last year. Yeah, sure thing. Uh, so yeah, so defense played played very well. Um, you know, Vedral had a lot of time. The, uh, the the offensive line did give him some time. Uh, you know, if you want to, to see the ball going downfield, we had already said that in the first uh, first uh, show. 
you know, it's not going um, to, it's not a big arm. So, uh, you know, Gleason likes to lose, use the the middle of the field a lot. I mean, if not, nothing's there, you know, he'll either throw it away. Uh, he did run a few times. And like I said, he's he, their leading he, rusher. He can, he can, he can run. Uh, the offensive line didn't, didn't, uh, not a lot of holes for, uh, for Pacheco to run through. Nope. So Pacheco didn't have a big, uh, day. So, uh, you know, it wasn't a big day for the offense. Obviously the job got done, but, uh, uh I, I would say that, uh, you know, moving into certainly when we get into the Big Ten, want to see that offense start humming a little better. Yeah, they'll, they'll have to. I mean, it comes down to the offensive line. We talked about that. They really didn't open up holes. No. That would be an area that that needs to be better. Certainly, they probably called off the dogs a little bit, knowing that they had the game in hand. They weren't going to show too much of their playbook. Mm-hmm. So I don't think we saw everything once it starts to get out of hand uh, with. Big Ten opponents on the horizon in a few weeks. So uh, let, let's see what happens as they move a little closer to the start of the Big Ten season. And, of course, we'll see what happens Saturday against Syracuse. Johnny, what were you saying? I was just going to say, yeah, um, I, do you think that there was a part of um, their thought process going in with, you know, a lesser team and uh, to, to try and really dumb up the offense and make it a little bit more vanilla than, than what they're going to show um, to the, to the rest of their opponents down the road, see if we could, you know, we should be able to, you know, just out physical temple, but let's not, uh, reveal all our cards here because we know the offensive coordinator is, is a guy that's got a great, uh, mindset. He's got a lot of fun plays and stuff in his bag of tricks. And he certainly wasn't going to empty, you know, too well, much I think of that'd be a, Saturday. a little bit of a risk. You want to be, you know, you want to put your best, uh, performance out there and your best game plan out there. So I don't know if that necessarily was a plan. I mean, you know, you, now you're looking for the trick plays, right? Cause they, they used them last year. They did well, try just a little bit more. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, you know, I was surprised that they weren't, as Matt said, the offensive line didn't really hope they weren't really able to impose their will all that much. And this is against temple. So no, I mean, I, they scored a lot of points, but their offense really, if you look up and down the stats and after you watch the game, it was, it was not, you know, no, no, impressive. no big game from Vedral, no big game necessarily from Pacheco. Um, yeah. You know what we talked about last week, though, the field general sense, you know, there was no interceptions. There was no bad turnovers um, again. So it was efficient in that way. Uh, Vedral, I thought I, continues yeah. to make winning plays. Yeah. 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 I, I thought they could, I thought Vedral could have tucked the ball run a few times. There's a lot of times I was just reading the crowd. There's a lot of times where he's sitting there in the pocket pocket and he had a lot of time. So the offensive uh, line did give him time. And I was like, run my friend. Cause, and, and so he did a few times because again, he can, uh, again, he's not the, the fastest guy on the field, but he can run. And so and he did effectively a few times. So it's really hard to pound them. And you're to your point. Yeah, I, I, I think uh, Matt, because it's hard to point him because he you know, they won the game and he did. Uh, he he was a field general and he took care of the ball. Exactly. Uh, but there was nothing really impressive about the offense. You know, maybe to your point, John, I mean, I don't know if they're ho- holding off on anything, but there wasn't any big downfield plays. The one played a uh, Bo Melton, but that was just, you know, he was was open out in the flat there and they just he just used his speed yeah made uh, the guy miss yeah so um uh, so that would, which was a nice play but there's no long downfield throws going on there's you know no big down and outs where he's firing the ball 30 40 yards that's that just isn't happening and we kind of knew that wasn't going to happen so 
And it won't happen um, yeah. with Noah Vegel. He doesn't yeah. have that kind of an arm. But to your point, John, no, I don't think that they went in and said, let's go with our second base plays uh, because we don't want to show our hand. I think they went in and said, we will show our hand if we need to. Let's hope we don't. Uh, but let's yeah. see how it goes. You know how coaches are. I mean, Shiano didn't get any sleep the night before. He saw all the ways that Temple could hand it to Rutgers, the mistakes that Rutgers might make, the things he had to be worried about, the things he worried about his own team. Can we handle this? Can we handle that? So they went in with a full game plan. I think they looked at what Temple might give them and said, OK, this is how we'll attack it. But as the game unfolded, I think they realized, OK, we've got this game, especially after that response to the Syracuse score. Uh, early in the second half that you mentioned. And even Greg said in his news conference on Monday, I guess it was, that at that point, maybe it was after the game, but at any rate, he said, you know, I was concerned. I went in at halftime. If you looked at the numbers, they weren't indicative of the score. It was a lot closer than that. Mm -hmm. And then suddenly they score. And I thought this will tell me about our team in this game. They either respond or it's going to be a three-point game played out to the very end. Turns out they responded and off they went. So I think that if it was closer, you might have seen something because it was important to get the win. But once it started to get away from Temple, once Rutgers had the game in control, I don't think they were going to show too much. And let's give about, Temple uh, uh, let's give Temple's defense some uh, some credit here, okay? So they didn't let Pacheco run wild, okay? And, uh, you know, they didn't really get after the quarterback because he, he did have some time. But they played pretty well. I mean, there was one, the one trick play that Rutgers tried to do, and it kind of totally snuffed out. There were a couple pitches. I thought it was a risky, actually risky at that point in the game uh, because a, t- a turnover could have resulted from it. But uh, but uh, Temple snuffed that out. So actually, Temple's defense did play okay. Yeah. How about the game starts out? You know, last season his first year back um, at the helm at Rutgers, and because of COVID, there's no crowds, there's nobody there, and so uh, Coach Hiano was revved up. He was talking a big game. He wanted all the students out, get people to come out, and they had a good crowd. And there he is leading his team out of the tunnel with a stadium with people in it. There's some buzz. And, uh, and as he's heading out, he wipes out on a TV camera guy yeah, yeah. and winds up on his wallet. So he said that was a crazy way to start the game. He said that was the worst moment of the day, which was a good thing, right? Yeah. Can you imagine, though? He certainly didn't have that plan for his, his initial trot back on the field with a, with a crowded, uh, crowded stadium. That was pretty funny. Yeah, uh, but, you know, listen— Everything after that worked out because they, uh, you know, it was a great uh, afternoon and and certainly uh, the the crowd was pumped up. Again, I said it was two thirds full, maybe, but, uh, you know, good crowd. And again, I really liked the fact the student section was full, which is great because, I mean, I got to tell you, you know, pre, you know, a couple of years, seasons ago, man, you'd look down that student section and be like, what's going on here? There's no reason to come out. Yeah. Can you blame them? So, yeah, I mean, it was, well, it was a tough go, you know, no doubt about it, but uh, they just, they they just didn't come out. They stayed at the tailgate or didn't come at all. So, uh, so it was great to see a a, a big crowd there. So let's turn to Syracuse. Uh, You know, they, uh, they opened with a win over Ohio, 29-9. So these are obviously all the games are important, but this is a very important game. Rutgers coming to Syracuse to the Carrier Dome. What kind of shape the Carrier Dome is in these days? You they've know? improved I mean, it. That's as old as the Astro Dome. Yeah, right? no, they've improved it. They've put some improvements in. Apparently, they put air conditioning in as well. Okay. Oh, good. Right, so. Last time I was up there was probably two, three years ago, and it was really showing its its wares. It was it was borderline dump. You know, it's great to have it on campus. 
but wow, it, it was really, um, you know, it was the icon for many, many years and it had, um, it had seen better days. So I'm glad to hear that they're, uh, they're doing that, but you're right. Dino Babers, they, 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 they better get this thing rolling because, um, Syracuse football is not what it used to be. Look at, look at Connecticut football. I mean, how that thing went from being a, a, a really strong East coast program for a number of years to the fact that their coach decides he's going to retire at the end of the season after they get blown out at home. And then they say, Oh no, no. How about you're going to retire now? Yeah, here's the that door. Don't let it hit you in the butt. <laughs> yeah. That program's in disarray. And Syracuse, I'm not saying they're in Connecticut shape, but they are certainly not what they used to be. They're they're counting the days down till you can get midnight madness for basketball rolling around yeah. there. So they're not the same. The you're right. That, you know, you're on the road, but Rutgers should really win this game. And so we'll well, we'll find a, a lot about this. I don't you know. know. Team. I don't know, John. I don't know if it's that simple that they're going to roll into Syracuse and just roll out with a victory. It could happen. I think that Syracuse is home. Big crowd. Not a lot of tickets are left, despite the fact that they were so bad last year. Rutgers is playing on the road in front of a crowd for the first time, and that's different. Uh, yeah. you know, last year they were successful on the road, but there were no fans there. Yeah, it is different. I, I think I it's a big, yeah. big, big difference. They here. are, believe it or not, slight favorites. And I say that because Rutgers is not not often favorite, yeah, especially on the road. Yeah, it's about two and like a half that. right now. They opened at two. I think it's a two and a half. So uh, uh, they're slight favorites. Um, you know, Syracuse has uh, some weapons. I mean, they've got a Jersey kid at quarterback, Tommy DeVito, junior. He's got some experience. He's, uh, what is he, Cedar Grove kid, Don, another Don Bosco product. And then uh, they got a, actually a very good running back. He was he started started the, uh, the second half of last year. Sean Tucker, he's a freshman kid from Maryland, and uh, you know he had a big day. You know, again, this is Ohio, but he had a big week last week at over 180 yards. And so he, you know, listen, you know they they have to get ready for the, the you know if if they run, listen, if they can run the ball, then that's going to be trouble all well, afternoon. Right they're there, they're one of those triple threat teams. They run the ball a lot. The RPO is very important part of of their game plan, and so you know it's not like the old uh, wishbone back in the day, but it's it's active yeah. and it's option oriented. Devito is very similar to Vedral. You know he's not going to get the ball downfield all that much. He's, you know, he's a manager. That's mm-hmm. what he's been. Yes, yeah, probably yeah. similar quarterbacks there. And then the defense, uh, they got that uh, another Jersey kid who was the ACC um, uh, Rookie of the Week, co-Rookie of the Week, uh, Darian Chestnut is his name. name. He's uh, from Camden, and uh, he's quarterback. So uh, Yeah, he had a, a big day. He had a big day. So, so they've got some young talent for sure. And uh, so, you know, it's going to be a battle of the lines. I mean, I, right? I mean, let's see how Syracuse's, you know, uh, offense and uh, defensive lines match up against Rutgers. And that's, you know, that's always going to who's going to push around who. Um, and we're going to have to see there'll probably be a hopefully we want to see a stalemate there. And maybe this maybe Rutgers just has a few more skill players. Uh, but I don't yeah. expect, listen, I don't expect, you know, it's, it's, you know, a narrow, obviously spread as it is. I don't expect Rutgers to come in and do any blowing out like uh, the week one at home, but uh, they could certainly win this game. And well, that's, um, I guess where yeah. I was going, I don't, I don't expect them to go up and win, but I think if, you know, there's some buzz here and, and mm-hmm. it's a big 10 team and we're now, 
talking about we're moving up the food chain in the Big Ten and we're going to, you know, maybe play for a bowl game if 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 we're not going to be able to go up. I mean, they've won um, road games uh, last year in the Big Ten. If they can go up to the Carrier Dome, which is, you know, by no means um, Death Valley, I think they this is a game that they should want to win. And if they don't, yeah. then they're going to look back on it if they don't get to a bowl game because it's it's something that um, I think is a winnable thing. And if we're really moving this program forward, this is the sort of a game that, um, you know, you win more times than you lose. But then again, maybe that's just me being the, the optimist. And no, I think you're right. I just don't the, think it's going to be easy. I think, I mean, Rutgers has won more games lately against Syracuse, even though the Orange hold the overall edge. But it's tilted in Rutgers' favor. So I think Rutgers should win this game. I just don't think it's going to be that easy. I think it's going to be close, and I th- I could see Rutgers winning 24-17, yeah. 24-21, uh, but I do think it's a win, and it has to be a win. Now, we don't know what the yeah. Big Ten is. Last last we were talking about this team is good, this team's going to be good, and you know, the results so far have made you go, all right, well, who are the better teams? And we'll see who starts to float to the top. Uh, you know, Indiana, a bit of a surprise. Everyone thought they were a powerhouse, and and then they, you know, Michigan they State hit, took it to them. They hit, they Iowa. hit, yeah, they hit uh, a, a big rough patch there. Oh, to Michigan, oh, I'm sorry, uh, Iowa took it to them. Michigan State took Iowa, it to, yeah, uh, took exactly. it to, um, took it to Northwestern. Yeah. Wow. So, so who knows? But if Rutgers has designs on going to the postseason, and it's still not going to be easy, they got to win this one. So I think no, they course. will. Mm-hmm. And what I'm curious is, what's the improvement? You know, Shiano's now had the week to work with his club. He looked at the video. He judged with his own eyes. So now where do we need to improve? That's the big key. Kind of hard what to gauge kind of a it off. different team yeah. will they see on Kind of hard to gauge it off Temple, too. If you well, look at, just I mean, look at the game, you say, execution. okay, okay this no, deep, you, yeah. No, not, not, I mean, I think you look well, at the film I and would, you see this block was missed, this block okay. was made, this guy was a little slow to react. You see all those things mm-hmm. that didn't impact the scoreboard necessarily. But I— Let's see what the improvement is. Well, then is. that offense has to be a, a concern. And then going into, as you alluded to, Matt, you're going to the carrier dome here, man. And if that's filled up, I mean, then now, now you're going to say, okay, how are you going to play against a, in front of a big crowd? Yeah, yeah. That's the big one here. Yeah. Okay. And how are you going to respond when, and the carrier dome, I mean, how many people's, uh, how many fans fit in there? My goodness. So if they're, if they're close to selling that out, that's a big crowd. And it'll and be so, loud for sure. And it will be loud in there. So, um, Get you know, it they, done. They got. Yeah. Hey, listen. Stop with the excuses. No, no excuses. I'm just saying that it's it's, it's that, as Matt said. Let's it's go. not We're moving the ball forward here. I agree. It's, I agree. It's, it's not a great. Game. It's not a great Syracuse team. That's very clear. So there's that. But um, they listen. The Rutgers uh, has an opportunity here. A huge opportunity here. And Matt, um, you mentioned before about execution and see what's the, you know, how they execute things. Did you, did you catch Brian Kelly at the end of the Notre Dame game the other day where yeah. he pulled out the old, uh, uh, you know, line from, from uh, the Tampa Bay head coach, John McKay uh, about, yeah, about execution. I thought that was in poor taste. I mean, he, she didn't even, the, the, the girl asking him the question wasn't even really asking about that. He just sort of put that out there. And I thought, wow, here, here's a guy who, um, you know, he's certainly not lighting the world on fire and he's going to make comments like that. I think well, that he, he, he he's not a comedian and you have to know the line. Right. And he didn't use the line. 
Exactly. So that's he the problem. Up the, yeah, the punchline. I know. I, I if in fact what he was thinking of was John McKay, then you got to set it up better. But he just, you know, my team should be executed. No, no, no. John McKay was asked a question after, and he coached the Tampa Bay Bucks, yeah. and they were horrible. And they, he was asked, "What did you think about your team's execution?" And he said, "I'm, I'm in favor of it." it. Right? <laughs> That's a funny it's line. Great. But yeah. but saying, you know, my my team should be executed. No. So you know, yeah. he just, if you're gonna get on yeah. the stage. You yep. gotta know and your he's act. A, he's, yeah, he's a serious guy. He's not like one of those guys that uh, you know, you know, an affable, funny guy. So it's, it, yeah, yeah, and it, it wasn't. It yeah. wasn't like they just won a game at like Ohio or at you know Temple. They did play at Florida State. It's the first game of the year, and you know they won the game. So what did they he pulled expect? It out. I mean, to win by three touchdowns. He was tra- listen. There's nobody worse than someone who's trying to be funny. And they're not. Yeah. It's the absolute worst. Right. How many friends? Yeah, we all have who, friends. We all have friends who they go, hey, let me tell you this story. And you just go, oh, dear God, this is going to be the worst story I've ever heard. And they think it's funny. They can't right. deliver it. We all have friends like that. Like, oh, yeah. And then you go like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's over. Yeah. He jumped <laughs> over the brook. <laughs> yeah. Right. Horrible. Right. Yeah. And at the end of the day, whose job is it about uh, the team's execution? Whose fault is it? Well, I know, but he was trying to be funny, John. So now don't you get serious on it. He was trying to be funny. Lighten up, Francis. And it wasn't. Yeah. Heavy is the head that wears the crown. Yeah, so I he know. should just move along. I mean, John McKay was in charge of the execution yeah. of the place as well. That line that is funny. Tremendous. Well, there you go. So tremendous. He was I tre- th- but go, let's be, uh, let's turn to uh, Shiano on that. And I think he's been I think he handles the press very well. You yeah, know, he's, he, does. He's a, he makes himself available and he just he's straightforward with the questions, with the answering. And, uh, you know, he's never uh, never never condescending. You know what I mean? He's he, he just, you know, he, he handles everybody well. He thanks everybody. I think he does a great job. It's part of coaching, man. Mm-hmm. And I yeah, think but not he, everybody does yeah, that. Yeah. No, John true. Calipari. No, and there's guys Jim that are behind. Yeah. Guys are not that don't, you know, even Nick Saban. Yeah. They know, don't all handle it well. Even Coach K is not always Coach it, K, you know, going to basketball and all these all these old time old timers who want that James immediate Franklin. respect. Yeah. And if you show any type of, you know, show a question that's a little askew to them, they can get really condescending and really, frankly, nasty with you at mm-hmm. times. You never see. Yeah, I've never seen that. So far, no, no, no. You really. Now he hasn't that. gotten to that yeah, point. Maybe, well, maybe he did back well, in his first go round. Well, but the truth of the matter is, it doesn't appear to be his nature. So he's he's done a great true, job. True. True. He, he, he has. So and hopefully that great job continues uh, in uh, Syracuse. Here's the question, though: What did you think about the news regarding Gavin Wimsett? That's right where I was uh, you just going to ask you that was, that was the next uh, subject. And, uh, you know, I, I think it's great. I think be careful here. Um, you know, uh, if you want to try him out on the field, you don't want to – you want to be able to redshirt still. And well, no, he's got four games. Yeah. So you can do – you can play him for four games. Um, you know, I, I'll put it to Chiano and Gleason to, to – uh, to um, figure out the best scenario there, but I, I I was surprised at him coming in so early, and um, well, and, the, and then toy. and then the possibility of him actually getting on the field. Now here's the tricky thing: what if they, uh, you know, we'll see. But what if he does get on the field and he looks like he's uh, he's all that? Do you do you ride him? Do you ride him uh, th- this year 
or, you know, it'd be kind of a difficult, uh, just have to be careful there. That's all I'm saying. Uh, but, um, you know, so is it a little too quick? I don't know. Um, but, uh, I think we have a, a, as we were saying, we, we were really believing in, in our coach right now, really believe well, in, in, in up, Greg Shiano right now. To leave handle. it up to those guys, you know, the powers that be the, the, uh, the brain trust there. But as we've chronicled already, you know, Noah Vedral is a game manager and Johnny Langan is a, uh, you know, is a running back lock slash linebacker. Yeah. Um, yeah. So he is not, not the future. Anybody's huh? He is not the now, future. Langan's doing what he needs Cole to Snyder do. is not you know? the future. The other no. backup Simon, right? He's yeah. not the future. By the way, this kid, Gavin Wimsat is going to play this year. Mm-hmm. Book yeah. it. Book it. Right. Book it. He came. Yeah. Now he might've wanted to come and get a start because this is the new thing, right? You can enroll and get the, NIL money coming your way. I don't know how much he'll get, but whatever. So he can start to share in that and get paid. And Chiano said he had to be flexible with this or, this, or you know, flexible. Yeah, he He's like, to, come on. Yeah. It's yeah. not, if, if you say no, they'll go someplace else. Like he hadn't yeah. even, he, all he did was commit to the university. If they, if he and his family and his supporters right. and advisors came to Chiano and said, this is a path we'd like to pursue for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. We think we're yes, ready. Please. Well, could, no doubt. We're either ready or there's, we can make some money here. And Shiano said, no, that's not the way we do things here. That verbal commitment means nothing. The next right. week, well, you see something it, in, he... on Twitter that he has reopened for the bidding. But he's a kid here. Is he, is he ready? You know, He that's is going a... to play. Yeah. He so is going. It's a guy Rutgers be careful. didn't. What? Yeah. Rutgers yeah. doesn't even really have a backup. Shiano yeah. couldn't on, separate Dave. the two young guys. Oh, no, I'm not this saying, listen, kid I'm just, is going to play. I'm just now, saying, don't. Will he beat out Vigil? I doubt it. We I saw mean, what happened with Sikowski, guys. They threw him out to the wolves, man. He wasn't ready. Better man. circumstance. So here, Shiano know. will protect him. But I'm not saying he's starting against Delaware. I'm not saying he's starting, you know, right. against Ohio State. Or Michigan. He's not what gonna... if you see a star in the rough, right? And you see it two or three games in. Don't you want that four years? Don't you want? That's you know why he means? won't play every game. Well, that's what Unless Federal gets hurt. I'm just saying this. That has to be no, managed. No, no. <laughs> oh, it's got to be managed. Greg Shiano wasn't born yesterday. He knows exactly what he's okay. doing. It's a new and world. He... As he said, he lets the kid come in. The kid practices. By the way, that's the best thing you can do. Right? Mm-hmm. The kid's saying, I can play, I can play, I can play. All right, here we go. Practice. Show me. If you can, and this kid apparently by all uh, scouts, reports, can, then Mm -hmm. he'll practice for a few weeks. He won't play against Michigan. He's not going to play against Ohio State. He's probably not playing against Penn State. But they'll try to slide him in against a quote-unquote lesser opponent, whether that's a Northwestern or whatever, Mm -hmm. maybe Michigan State. Maryland. He'll get his four games but, in, and yeah, then you're he'll not be gonna, that much yeah. farther along for next year. So you're not going to put him up against one of the big boys and let no. him take his lumps. No, that's not no, the way to go. You don't have gotcha. to. Gotcha. You don't All right, have to. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying this has to be managed in the correct way. And and, oh, and, and Shiana sure. will. But I, I listen, I mean, they had to do it. It's very clear. Um, the, you know, the conservative nature in me just says, well, let's slow down here. And but you know, the, the, the bottom line is, and, and, and Shiano said it, so you got to make these decisions and you got to go or you're going to be left behind. For sure. Period. Yeah. For sure. It's and a new so, world. Well, recruits like this just don't show up on the banks. Correct. You know, every, True. every recruit. Oh, no, like, this, this is a diamond in the rough. And if he's as good as everyone thinks he is, 
then he's not going to be there for four years anyway. Yeah, these kids right. are moving along. So sure. let's see what you we'll got. See. And Absolutely. who knows? Give him a series against some of these big teams. All see right. how he see how he reacts. Sure. In the headlights. He's not going to be on the field in in, uh, in Syracuse. No, no. Yeah, but what, what did Shiano oh, say no, when he, he was talking about him? Delaware when, at home. No, I don't think so. I think what 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 does Shiano say? Hey, listen, let's not forget it's just a kid. He was playing high school football on Friday night. He's got to get used to to life on campus. You know, we're doing all the things to indoctrinate him into our program. We don't even know if he'll practice. What happened the first time they took practice after the game? He was on the field practicing. Come on. They know what they've got in this kid, yeah. but he'll have to prove it. If Vedral gets hurt, they'll go with somebody else early on. But as you get down yeah. the stretch. All right, guys. Well, we get a couple of weeks under his belt. Yeah. We'll oh, see. We'll see. How he's goes. not playing. Yeah. He's not going right. to play for six or eight yeah. weeks. But it's a he's it's a big storyline. We're going to and we were in a dorm. Yeah. He's playing against men. I mean, this is this is a, a work in progress that uh, hopefully will uh, will have some bright moments down the road. Yeah, and yeah. we will follow it. For sure. So Rutgers goes to Syracuse, a uh, slight favorite in this game. We'll see how it plays out. That'll do it for this week of the RU Review. We come in every week. We do have some guests planned as well. So you can get us on anywhere that you listen to podcasts. Get us on Spotify. Get us on SoundCloud. Get us on iTunes. Uh, So check that out. I'm Steve Titchener. I'm with Matt Lachlan. And we got John McAlevey. And we'll see you next week. Bye-bye.